and we are at Southern Lights and we are making strides for breast cancer. There are silent auction items here. There are lots of people. We have a cookie cookie dough cart. Oh, and I just, God, it's so I had evil. To like, okay, evil good. It is cookie dough bliss. And what this is is various flavors of cookie dough. I had to move the dough down to the very end of the table. Alexis Thompson is here, and she's got some great items. We got the whole gang here. We do. I'm here with Bradley Trainer. I should introduce you, Bradley. All right. So, all right. On the uh, on the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, Janine had called in and she wanted to make a comment. She said that she also had breast cancer, and she wants people to know they can get their wigs cut at salons, which is good to know because you do need to get your wigs styled if that's your jam. She went to Salon 61 in White Bear Lake, and she said no one could tell that she was wearing a wig or that she had cancer. So that's awesome. Um, okay, this is the part of the show that I just told Bradley we have, so I'm, so I'm giving him a minute to, to find out something. What to talk about. Uh, this is where we give you two things that we are obsessed with in the top two in our two. Give me the old one, one, two, one, two. And now the weekly dish presents top two, top two, the top two. Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two. With him, with him, with him. Okay, I just got back from the van trip, so I'm going to give you a couple of travel tips for Ooh, my top two. okay. All right, I went to this place that I'm very excited about that is in St. Croix Falls. Technically, that's Wisconsin, right over the river, I think, from Taylor's Falls, yeah. which is Minnesota side, and it is called Big Rock Creek. And what it is is a wedding venue, number one. So they have this huge old barn that has been restored with the barn wood, and it's dark and gorgeous, and these beautiful chandeliers, and then they have the bridal suite where you can sit with your friends and have your mimosas and get all made up before the event. And then right outside the barn, there's like these four long steered beautiful cows that come by and pasture oh, it is just it's a majestic place and you can have your wedding out there you can also rent a geodesic dome for the night Ooh, it's right on a pond fun and hipster it's beautiful they've got yurts they've got camping and in the winter time they have this thing called miracle and it's a light show okay that you walk through or you can drive through it is a giant property. I just, I was amazed. We camped there and it was so amazing. And they wrap all the trees like with the little lights like those super professional people do. Yeah. It's not, it's so beautiful. It is so beautiful. It sounds amazing. And then here's one other tip they rent cabins too. You guys, do you know what? Have you ever seen Lotus? No. Okay. The reason you've never seen Lotus is because in Minnesota, nobody has Lotus, right? Oh, you mean like the actual flower? Yes. Oh. 
So this place was built by James J. Hill descendants. And those descendants hired Chinese immigrants who built the railroads, right? They, in the summertime, would stay at this Big Rock Creek and they have developed this entire trail water trout system. This is a functioning trout pond. Wow. And it all dumps out into this lotus pond designed by these Chinese immigrants. I've never seen anything like it. That it is this so massive lake full of this lotus flower. How fun. So cool. It's built in 1840 and is still running today. Those Chinese really knew what they were doing. I this mean, it's is Rock incredible. Creek Park? Big Rock Creek, big, Wisconsin. Big Rock Creek, Wisconsin. <laughs> okay, that's my first one. Now you go to your top okay. two. So this one is not necessarily this week, but we just got back from a trip to Hawaii. And like, if you love honey, you know, like uh, fresh, raw honey, amazing. Yes. We got the chance to go to this place called Big Island Bees. And I know you're like, why are you telling me about honey in Hawaii? I can't do anything about that. I'm not in Hawaii. Oh, yes, you can, because you can get their honey online. And I'm telling you, now there are all sorts of great honeys you can have here. Sure. Right? Like lots of wonderful places that you can head to the farmer's market. But if you want to take it to the next level, and I just remembered this because uh, Jamie opened, they do, you know, uh, the sort of like single flower honeys that yeah, you would honey expect. Yeah, honey is like terroir of wine. Exactly. Or coffee. So whatever the bees are eating, which yep. is these various flowers, and Hawaii is known, obviously, for their incredible flowers, that makes different tasting honey. So they do that, but then they also have some infused honeys, and they do uh, a chili pepper infused honey Yum. that Jamie was freaking out about. And literally, we did a, wi- uh, a wine tasting, a honey tasting, much like a wine tasting, right? Except not alcohol. Um and they each had this like unique, amazing flavor. Yes. So I would go check them out. Um, it would make a great gift too. Like if yeah. you're looking for something, especially you know this time of year, this part of the world, you know maybe a little fresh gift from Hawaii. Love it. Why not? Uh, Big it's... Island Bees. Okay. And they ship like literally. It was the easiest thing. We were like, Are we really is he shipping honey? And it came like all wrapped up and all. You're safe my and... guy. That you shipped honey from Hawaii to yourself makes me so happy. Well, Ed, the guy goes, if you do, like, I think we, I, I, I shouldn't even tell you what we spent on honey. It's okay. We spent $100 on honey. It's, this is my and he life. goes, if you spend $100, we'll f- ship it for free. And we were like, Dumb. all right, what do we got to do? <laughs> You're so We funny. have so much honey. And then I have a ton of honey from here. Like, yes. you know, buckwheat honey. Do you use that for cooking at all? Buckwheat honey will change the way you, like, bake and cook. No. With sugar. Because yes. it's just it thinner? It tastes like molasses and brown sugar and like oh, yum. so much different than regular honey. Anyway, Big Island Bees okay, in Hawaii. Check that out. Go check them out online. I was going to say, I just did a segment on butterboards on the Jason yes, Show. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> you saw me choking on a well, chrysanthemum? Yeah, Yeah, congrats. that was awesome. <laughs> um, uh, the name Heart Soul Heat is the name of the honey I used in that. Okay. People have been wondering because that's a really good hot honey with ghost peppers. Yeah. Okay, my second one. Okay is more of a place than a thing. Ah, Door County. I've never been to Door County. Door I've County ne- is been. in Wisconsin. Yeah. It is Cher- on... Don't they have ch- apples, cherries? What do they, they have? They have apples. They have cherries. Yeah. They have pumpkins. They have all the things. All the things. And they have like Sturgeon Bay, Fish Creek. They have all these like little inlets that are full of shopping, restaurants, camping, boutique hotels, spas, I had the best fish chowder at this place called Mary's on the Lake, which Ooh. was literally a dive bar. But that chowder, I can't stop thinking about it. Yum. Just a fun girls weekend, a fun four-day getaway with your significant other. 
I mean, even Kurt, who is, gets real prickly about three and four day weekends because he's like, ah, he was like, I could see coming back here again. Okay. And in the summertime, there's beaches. It feels like you're in the Hamptons or in the Cape. It's yes. just, it's incredible. And how far from the Twin Cities is that? Five hours, I believe. Okay. Um, so I it's a little bit of a hike, but a you're going to feel... Route. Yeah, okay. But, but it's probably beautiful. It was beautiful, and it feels like you're on the ocean. You're not. You're on the lake, but it feels like you're on the ocean because the lake is so gigantic. Yeah. Just lovely bookstores and cute shops, and we just walked, and we had wine tastings, and oh, I mean, so it fun. was just tons of cider. It was great. Yeah. I'm really excited to go back to Door County. Okay, wrap us up on your last okay, one. Okay, my other one, we're going to talk about kimchi at some point. But we that are. reminded me, because I made kimchi this week, Mangchi, M-A-A-N-G-C-H-I. She is an amazing Korean cook. You can buy her books, but she does a YouTube channel. And I am a visual learner. And so she will teach you how to make the most amazing Korean food, and you will feel like you've, you know, you literally have her in the kitchen with you when you're making her recipes. M-A-N-G. M-A-A, two A's, N-G-C-H-I. Mong Chi. Okay, I am posting this on our show page Fabulous. so that's when you all go, what was that lady? Yeah. I can refer you. Yep. Trust me. Okay, do you follow her on Instagram too or just YouTube? Yeah, she's on Instagram. I like the YouTube videos, but she's like Instagram, TikTok. Like, you know, the New York Times has done uh, like a yes, spread on her. Yes, the top so, 10 TikTokers. Yep. Um, she, but her recipes are real. See, this is what I love. When you find someone whose recipes work, time and time again and it's not just like a sort of flash in the pan or like yes. a personality is you know her personality lives up to her recipes and vice versa okay and that's not an easy thing to do no. in 30 seconds no. on tiktok i'm all personality and very little on the recipe <laughs> oh, come because on. i'm like okay this is i gotta go so fast i can't talk that fast i want to talk i want to i want a five minute work. tiktok your they recipes do. work they do and i can't make them sometimes in 30 seconds yeah. i want a five minute tiktok that i could do all right just please just make a note you, of that it's called youtube yeah People make livings on YouTube. I know. I know. <laughs> if any of those people out there want to help me, just Instagram me. I could use some help. My friend Panda here, she's like, you could really up your TikTok game. Like, please. Yeah. I'm, I'm asking Hire for her. help. I will pay you. Yeah. Please reach out. Okay. All right. We are going to go ahead and we're going to take a break. Come down to Southern Lights. It's getting real crowded and that's real fun. And you can sign up for uh, the auction items. We are making strides for breast Alexis cancer. Alexis is here. She is. And she's got crocheted things. I mean, come on. We'll be right back. We are live out at Southern Lights. You're listening to The Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. I'm here with Bradley Trainer. Hey. I need to put my headphones on. Yeah, you know. Radio professional. Yeah, you know, when you do these live broadcasts, you're running around, you're talking You were just to doing some, uh, was that your TikTok or your I Instagram? I was trying to do something. <laughs> she was doing social media. You this is what I love goes. about you. Whenever I'm like, oh, there's just so much, and I get to bed and I'm like, oh, I didn't do anything on social media. You always, you are just, you are literally go, go, go. You are always everywhere. I Until love this I'm not. Okay. And that is the secret, okay? okay? So people are always like, oh my gosh, you have so much energy. And I do. I've always had a lot of energy, but I'm also, when I'm on, I'm on, and when I'm off, I'm off. And I can literally lay in bed in the horizontal position for a solid day. Oh, yeah. Like, and it happens probably once a quarter. Yeah. Maybe that's a little you gotta much. You got to recharge. Yeah. And I just, I will like lay in bed. I'll sleep all day. I'll read. I'll get my newspapers, my food magazines. Yeah. I'll get up. I'll sit up. I'll read for 30 minutes, get a cup of coffee, go back to bed. That's kind of how I do it. And yeah. sometimes my husband will come in and he's like, are you okay in there? 
I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just having one of the days. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go for a bike ride. I'm like, you go. I'm going to just be here when you get back. Yep. Maybe I'll cook some dinner later, but I don't know. Maybe we'll have a frozen Jack's pizza. <laughs> I and mean, I hey, just can do that the whole day. I totally hear you and see you. That's what vacation is for. I will just stop talking and just stare at a wall if I need to, or Jamie, whichever. And well, he doesn't care can if I, I talk stare back. at Jamie? And just, <laughs> I know. It's oh. not, I have hard. such a crush on Bradley's husband. It's a little embarrassing. You're not alone. I know. He is just such a beautiful man, and he's so nice. Well, you know. Very kind. To you. No, I'm I mean, <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah. I was with Kurt for two weeks in a yeah. van with Stanley, so, you know, I'm here to tell you. Yeah. All right. So I want to just tell you about a couple cool events that I am working on that are going to be fun. So I do a podcast called the makers of Minnesota. Yeah. And I started that podcast actually out of weekly dish because we would get all these cool makers on the air and we'd have like nine minutes with them. Yeah. So right when they get to talking about how they make their kimchi, which we're going to talk about in the next segment with yep. you, it's like, Oh, thanks for coming on. It's time to go. So I was like, I want to really like talk to these people and figure out like how much money did they start their businesses with and what have been the challenges and how do they do social media? Because a lot of small businesses just hate doing social media. Yep. So I started the Makers of Minnesota podcast. I have four seasons. I think I have over 250 episodes. I have a lot. Uh, this week, who did I talk to? Oh, I talked to Bauhaus Brew Labs. Oh, yeah. And they are just getting into the whole THC beverage game. Oh, my gosh. Why not? And we need to do a whole segment about that. I just got Surly. Um, I got their Surly Lime. It's a 5% THC beverage. It's a hard seltzer. But no beer, just THC. Interesting. And I am a not pot smoker person. Yeah. So I'm kind of anxious about THC drinks. Sure. I'm anxious about gummies. No. But I'm also, like, trying to see what that's like for people yeah so i haven't done it yet but i'm thinking about it it's in the refrigerator and i look at She's it and i'm like it. i gotta make a plan because <laughs> i don't feel like i can just like have a thc drink and you know like it's something i need to do at home in the privacy of my house i got, I got sober uh many many years ago so i missed all of the you know fancy alcohol experience now you know the whole thc experience so <laughs> I'll watch it through your eyes. Yeah, you missed that. So that is something to think about if you're interested in those beverages. They're all starting to come out. Um, so in October, and I should actually find the date here, October 25th, I'm going to do a Makers of Minnesota dinner. And what happens is you come to the Lexington, and we start out with a cocktail half hour. And the Lexington's funny because the second you open the doors, it's full. People just like they if you start at six o'clock and you're in St. Paul, it is six oh one full. Oh wow. Minneapolis, if you start at six o'clock, it's six forty five, six thirty full. Nope. St. Paul, they are there, they are prompt. We are gonna start out, we're gonna have some milk and honey cider, and we make some delicious cider cocktails with that. And milk and honey is a local cider company that's out in St. Joseph. Wonderful ciders. Then you are going to go into the dinner experience and it's three courses. And we're going to have uh, olive oil on tap. Oh, we are wow. going to have three bear oats. Okay. And three bear oats is a product that is a frozen oat bowl. Okay. But it's really, if you think about oats, people only eat oats for breakfast. Yep. But in all the other parts of the world, they eat them as a savory item. Oh. So we're going to use. I don't know that I've ever had savory yes, oats. Yes. Which okay. is exactly why. 
I wanted to feature them because I was like, people can eat oats like risotto. It's a savory treatment that we're going to do with the oats. Then we are going to um, have taking stock foods broth. Okay. And this is our friend Molly Clark. She makes legit bone broth where they like roast all the bones for you. They're selling them at Whole Foods. They're selling them at Lunds and Byerly's. It's delicious broth. She has a ginger turmeric broth that's very uh, reducing inflammatory reduction. Yeah. But it's also super tasty. I sometimes use that when I'm making pumpkin soup. Oh, yeah. Uh, that would be good. Just to have those spices and that warmth. And then, okay, so olive oil on tap, taking stock foods, three barrels. I think that's it. That's, I mean, what else do you need? Okay, here's what else you need. I do these like just in the fall, these dinners. Yeah. Chef Nick, who cooks at the Lexington, he's so great. He and I met and he's like trying to like battle his own cholesterol and like trying to eat healthier. And that is really hard to do for some of these chefs because, you know, a lot of these restaurants, the way they make the food taste good is how? Butter Butter, and salt. Yeah. So we are doing a cook the book dinner in November. So I gave him my humble cabin cooking book. Yeah. And met with him, and he like was going through it and figuring out what kind of dishes he could make that he could put in the Lexington environment. Oh! So in November, we're going to have a dinner where you will come in, you'll have a signature cocktail from the book. The cocktail, I think, is going to be the Sage Gimlet, which is made with Aquavie, which mm. maybe people haven't had before. We are going to have this on Tuesday, November 29th. You'll have your cocktail. Then he's going to make, um, in the cookbook, I have a pork, sauerkraut, and potato dumpling recipe. Oh, God, that sounds amazing. He's going to do a wild rice salad that is in the book. He's going to finish up with an apple cake that's in the book. I think he's going to do a pea soup shooter. Is that your skillet? Your apple My apple cake skillet. Yes, yes. So... I don't know why, but it so tickled me to like oh, sit with my this God, chef are you kidding? who's going to cook my food and then serve it in a restaurant, and I'll tell stories about the book. And these dinners at the Lex that I've done have been super fun. How do we get to do this? You can find links on um, Stephanie's Dish. I'll also post them on the Weekly Dish uh, page. And you buy a ticket and you come. And anyone who comes in November, you get a copy of the book, too. Okay, so, so now this you is can a no give it away for holiday if you already have one. Eat or... the food, get the book. What else? And do you here do? are this the would stories. Be a great holiday, like if you just want to like get the you know family get your together, gals or something. together, yeah, your gal exactly. pals, your cabin friends. Yes. So those are the two events I'm doing at the Lexington. We're going to be right back and talk about Bradley's kimchi. Yay. We are live at Southern Lights, making strides for breast cancer. Come on by. We were just talking about being yourself. And one of the things that I love about Bradley Trainer is I love Cheat Day Friday, but I feel always like there's so much more you can offer me in the food space because I watch you on Instagram. Thank you for seeing me. I see you, friend. Now, how did your, I mean, you're a super fit person. Is that how your food life kind of came about? I don't feel like a super fit person, but yeah, like I, you know, you get to that point in your life where you realize that the food you're eating has an effect on how you feel. And you're like, oh, or at least your your body doesn't sort of let you get away with what you used to. So yeah, you start after looking, your 20s. So you start looking for healthier ways to eat, and you're like, but I don't want to eat, you know, there's only so many boiled chicken breasts That's right, that you can eat, or boiled broccoli, yes. right? 
or brown rice with no flavor. That's exactly right. So then you start realizing, oh my God, there's this whole other world. And I don't know when it was, but I just found this like, this sounds so hokey. No. Like I found this whole world of vegetables and that you could make them taste good. Yes. Like roasting vegetables was the easiest entry point for me. Like, what? They have all this flavor. And, I, you know, again, for me, that was eye-opening. And, and so then it just became like, because, you know, the pandemic especially sort of fueled this or put the, you know, stepped on the gas. Yes, because you started making sourdough bread. Yes, sourdough bread. And I had already been sort of like uh, venturing into like fermented space because I'm like a, a nerd and I like to, you know, play with my food. And so I and I like little projects that you can do. And so slowly but surely, I just kind of you try something. And you're like, oh, I'm never doing that again. Or, oh, let me see if I can do it a little different. And you know how it is over time. You, you know develop you a evolve. skill and yeah. you evolve and you learn some I, and I'm a, like a huge sponge I'm super curious about like food ways and and just culture and you know with food and literally and figuratively so that's just kind of how I jumped in and that's my that's my meditation on the weekends and you have a dehydrator you have an instant pot now you recently two instant pots and you've been making a lot of apple butter for years yeah how do you what do you eat your apple butter with i know everybody's like what do you actually do with apple butter because i love it but like huh what I, am i gonna do once i have it i love it because it's like it's sweet without having to put like you can put a ton of sugar and a lot of recipes will but i always like cut the sugar way back i used to do it with no sugar but sugar is not like i don't hate sugar the way i used to i just you have to be more thoughtful about uh -huh. it that's all um but i put it on in oatmeal that's like the biggest thing you can put it like uh, the, the other night i um or a couple weeks ago i had a pork roast and so i just dumped half a thing of i have yep. half a thing of apple butter left to put that in you know with some other spices and stuff it's just a great sweetener to have around and this time of year like we're awash with apples yes so plus i just i've always had this weird you know i come from farming people so i literally think it's in my genes to want to just like put food away yes for other time. And it, like, also, <laughs> your body does that. Like that's why we're craving carbs right now. Yeah. Legitimately, as the weather turns, your body starts to want to crave carbohydrates because it's fearing the cold of the winter and yeah. that you need energy. Yeah. That's a legit. My thing. body does that all year, but yes. <laughs> well, and this time of year in particular, people like start craving like squash and potatoes and beets oh, and some of these more yeah. high carbohydrates um, vegetables. Oh, for sure. Okay, so kimchi. I want to hear about because I bought the gochujang like spice. Yeah. Thinking I was going to make kimchi, but yep. I'm afraid. Yeah. No, this is like this is the thing with fermenting, right? And I've heard you talk about this and I was in the same space where you're like I thought I was going to kill everyone in my house. Yes. Like there are times when I've canned things and I'm like I'm not giving that to anyone cuz I don't know, maybe I'm going to kill these people. And you realize you're not going to kill anybody if you do you, just take some simple basics uh basic steps and you'll be fine. Fermenting is I think far more safe if you have the right ingredients than canning because you don't have to worry about things like botulism in the same way. Right. Um, but not to get like too crazy about it. I just, I, I, I love sauerkraut, but I want it. I was like, I can only eat so much sauerkraut. Yes. Before that is kind of a problem. Right. But I, I, I will say I am reading about like people are making salads out. I'm learning new ways to incorporate, you know, sauerkraut into life that actually also tastes really good. But kimchi was kind of like another project experience. And I came across Mangchi, the person I just uh, talked about in the last segment who has this wonderful YouTube channel. She's a just an amazing uh, Korean cook. 
she's like your mom, like your mom or your grandma, and she's just going to talk to you that way that makes you feel like you can do this. Yes. And the most important thing is her recipes held up. So the first time I made kimchi, and that was that was intense the first time because it was a lot of ingredients I wasn't familiar with, techniques I wasn't. But once you give yourself the permission to do it, clear the day, Sunday, Saturday, whatever it is for you, get all the ingredients, watch the videos or read the books 10 times, and then just do it. And you'll figure out it's actually a lot easier than you think. And then you'll know all this stuff that you can apply to other vegetables and other um, recipes. What else are you um, fermenting? Cabbage is the easy to go to. Uh, kimchi. I've done pickles. I've done some like, you know, uh, uh, hot sauce. You can do hot sauce. That one's a little trickier, though. I haven't quite figured out how to make a hot sauce taste good that's fermented. Mm-hmm. Um, so have you, do you know about fickle foods? No. P H I C K L E foods. No. That's her Instagram channel. Okay. Her name is Amanda Feller. Oh wait, I might actually. And or Pfeiffer. Sorry. I just said Feller. Ferment your vegetables is her cookbook. And I learned about pickling from her and I actually don't ferment pickles. She does, but it's harder. It's a it hard is, vegetable to ferment. Well, and lac- lacto-fermentation can add like a, a flavor we're not used to, I think, to, to things like pickles. Because when we think pickles, I think if you grew up in the same place and way we did, like it means a very specific taste. It's a vinegary sour. Yeah, it's more vinegary forward, right? But then the first time you have uh, like lacto-fermented pickles, you're like, oh, that's interesting. Uh-huh. What is that? And so you have to kind of play with the recipes. And so you're right. I can see where... You know, you have to, yeah, you got to find a recipe that works for you. I like her cookbook a lot. So okay. if you're Fickle interested foods? in learning more about pickle or fickling, yes, fermenting, no, fickling, I'm all about it. Fickle Foods, uh, P H I C K L E Foods on Instagram is a good follow. Okay. So kefir cheese. Ooh, what? Ooh. I don't even know about Stuff. kefir. This is like, it's like making yogurt. You know how you can make yogurt, but it's... And do you in your Instant Pot? I don't actually, and that's my next thing to try. People but I, say it's life-changing, and I haven't done it. Agreed. And like another weird thing that I get into, it's not weird, it's just probiotics. Like eating yes. actual probiotic foods versus taking supplements. Yep. I'm really into learning more about that, and one of the easiest ways to do that is with fermented dairy. Kefir, kefir, whatever you call it, is super easy, but it's a little out there because you have to you have to obtain the grains you can buy it in the store right like you can buy okay uh stuff in the store it's th- cheese it's essentially it's well kefir it uh, is like it's almost like a, a milk. liquidy yogurt got it they start with milk they add a culture and much like yogurt it then takes on all of it got creates it. all these probiotics yep. but uh, and it's like got a sour you can do anything with it that you can do yogurt with or, or buttermilk or, or sour buttermilk. cream mm-hmm. so you can strain the whey out of it and turn it into kefir cheese which then you can make all sorts of dips it's kind of like a, a super tangy cream cheese i think i would like this and it's so good for you because it's all probiotic and it's super easy i literally put it on my counter let it go for a day strain it put it in the fridge i put it on berries at night okay and so- again you can buy it like you don't have to get super complicated about it. But you're it. making your own. You can literally make your own cheese. I've watched videos on people who then will turn it into like, you know, um, actual hard cheese, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't need to be a cheesemonger. Yeah, that seems like a skill set. Yeah. Okay. 
That's the cheese. Now, what did you learn about? You said you learned a valuable lesson about pickle crisp and pickle crisp. Oh, getting yes. crispy pickles is very challenging. I didn't like it. I didn't. I made a batch with pickle crisp because you know I always a lot of recipes will say pickle crisp, pickle crisp. And it's like some kind of calcium. It's um. I, I want to say allium. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the. Uh, I'll find out. I don't know what the chemical name is, but but I got some and I was like, all right, I'm going to put these in my pickles because why not? I'll try it. It added a weird flavor I was not digging. So ah, uh, okay. Pickle crisp has calcium chloride. Okay, I I don't I don't think it needs it. I don't think my pick like I don't think it changed the crispness. Do you versus get the crisp pickles, pickles? I do. I mean, they're you know, I mean, they're not like this crispiest. That's the other thing is I kind of don't need my pickles to make noises. Like you I don't, don't want need mushy, a crunchy, right? Like you've fermented things before and it gets super mushy. I have, and my answer to that because it happens a lot to me. I have learned how to make pickle pot roast. What? Oh, so what you do is you take your entire jar of maybe not so great pickles. Okay. And you put them in your crock pot or your instant pot and oh. you brown your pot roast and you cook it in the pickle juice and it makes That's like genius. a gravy. You can add onions if you want to. Um, you can add some beef broth if you want to, or some beef bouillon, you know, to get like more of a browner yeah. sauce. But oh God, that's brilliant. It it's really tasty, yeah. and the pickle brine brines the roast, and it doesn't make it taste like pickles necessarily. Yeah, it just gives it a, a well a tang. And and then you have like this gravy saucy pot roasty situation, okay. and it's delicious. I'm gonna do that the next time I have a. A, mushy it, batch of pickles. Yeah, and so like if I open a batch and I'm like, oh, these ones aren't great, I'll just put it in the refrigerator and then I'll make a note to make a pickle pot roast. What's been your biggest pickle lesson? Um, I am lazy. Yep. So I grow lots of cucumbers yep. and I hate digging out the seeds. Okay. So I just cut them up and pickle them. Yeah, I don't. Okay, seeds in cucumbers aren't necessarily great. For pickling, because okay. I think that's part of why I'm having mushy problems. Oh, so then this year I did half moons, because I get big cucumbers. And then you just scoop out the seeds. I scoop out the inner, and I do half moons because I can't get to the cucumbers at exactly the right time. Sure. Because I'm reverse commuting to the Twin Cities, and they're growing up in Ely, so I get ones that are bigger sometimes. Yep. So I do half moons. Okay. I think my biggest discovery is how good refrigerator pickles are, and I'll just so keep good. Like. I don't, I, I'll can some pickles, yeah. but I can just do refrigerator pickles. And you guys, I know they're only supposed to last like, oh. they last forever. If you've got vinegar, I'm sorry, you're fine. Yeah, and that's exactly, <laughs> I have like eight jars right now in my refrigerator that I swear I'll be eating in the spring. Yeah, I'm just telling you, and I it's will. Fine. It's and I'll, fine. I'm not going to die. It's the same. Well, that's the beautiful thing about like fermented foods like the kimchi. It's in my fridge now. Like I'll put it in the basement for a couple of days and then I'll, you know, I have sauerkraut, though, that's been in my basement for weeks. Oh, me too. And it's fine. And your whole house does start to smell a little funky. But, yeah, but... do you have the um, the uh, the the nipple? The pickle nipple. I saw you talk about the nipples. I'm like, <laughs> oh, girl, where have you been? The nipples will save so much time. You don't yes. have to burp. So, like, if you ferment, you know, you have to, like, used to go around with the lid and go, you know, open the lid so that the pressure escapes. The gas is out. And yep. then things might come flying out. Um, the nipple, it just... So, I will say with kimchi, kimchi gets real angry, unlike, uh, you know, like sauerkraut. So it will shoot things out of that nipple. <laughs> so it's still, you got to put it on a tray. <laughs> 
pickle nipple is a silicone insert that goes on the top of your mason jar, and it has a little valve, and it releases gases outside of the nipple part. So you can, like, squeeze the nipple, and then It's like a little pickle helper. It dribbles. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of gross. But, a little bit. you know, it saves so much time. You yeah, and you were the part. one that told me about those, because I used oh, to I? use oh. the glass weights. Yeah. And then... And it's like... People want you to buy stuff, and yes, you really do. don't. You as, as long as it's under the the brine, and sometimes you could like with uh, cabbage or uh, kimchi. You just take a leaf, fold it up, stick it on the top. And the cabbage down. shelf. Yeah. Yes, I've made cabbage yeah. shelf. I made a lot less sauerkraut this year because I still had some from last year, but. This has been just, I mean, Bradley. <laughs> I don't know. I hope somebody's enjoying this conversation yes! as much as we are. Yes. These, the weekly dishers, they love it. All right. So sourdough, are you still deep into sourdough? Yes. Although I will say I, I give myself permission to like this weekend, I'm, I want to get through some frozen berries to make jam. So I gave myself permission to not make bread. And so I will go and pick up, you know, we have so many, you know, whether it's... Um, Rose Street Patisserie. Rose Street, uh, Launa Bread. Um, and of course, why are all the names leaving me now? But uh, Honey and Rye. The one that I pick up at uh, the co-op. Oh my God, it's the Bakersfield. OG Bakersfield. Thank flour you. and bread. Yeah. Yes, that is wonderful bread. And so I'll give flour. myself permission to, to, you know, let somebody else do the hard work. What sourdough flour do you use? Bakersfield. Okay. Almost exclusively. And it's excellent. Yeah. I would encourage you maybe to try Sunrise too. It's I have. Up Actually, that's the that would be the other one that I've tried. Yeah. Because that's also local. And very great heritage grains. So, all right. It's time to take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Weekly Dish live at Southern Lights. I'm here with Bradley Trainer. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Stephanie March is off. She will be with us next week. Okay. So, Weekly Dishers, you got a lot of things to do. You got to get your cookbook swap tickets for next weekend. You got to get your tickets to the October Makers of Minnesota Dinner at the Lex. Then you got to get your tickets for your November Cook the Book True North Cabin Cookbook Dinner at the Lex. Then you have to go and get the pickle nipple. <laughs> and then you have to go to the farmer's market so that you can get all the cabbages, yep. all the apples. Then you want to fire up, up stephaniesdish.com so you get all of the crock pot recipes and the instant pot recipes. Yep. I feel like I don't know. I am gonna I'm gonna in homage to you oh, for God. coming out to Southern Lights in Burnsville, which you guys should come out to. It's their big tent sale. We have a silent auction. We're making strides for breast cancer. I just think I am going to try a little kimchi. Do it. Oh God. I'll give you the recipe. Okay. And I'll find I'm gonna follow okay. the lady Manchi yeah. and She's I'm got a, a number of kimchis. I'll direct you towards the ones you want to start with. Okay, because I just want deep. a real basic yeah. and what do you do with your kimchi once you've made it? This is the thing. People are always like, what do, what do you do with it? You can do everything with it because think about it. Just like you said with the pickles and the pot roast, you can do stir fried or uh, fried rice. I you do, can put it. Yep. I did uh, the other day. I just took, I had some leftover, like at the end of a jar. I fried it up uh, with some eggs and potatoes that I had left over and then kind of just plopped it on a big crusty piece of sourdough. It was just, I mean, like bruschetta. I mean, it literally just adds that like pepper, you know, like the spicy and the tangy, the umami. So, like, uh, we made tacos with it the other night. So, like, I had pulled pork and I made uh, tortillas, and then you just put the 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 kimchi was just the you know the top of the. It does kind of bring everything together in a way that feels like you made something. 
Oh, yeah. So you're assembling, right? Yeah. But like all of a sudden it feels like you have this big flavor bomb, which is in a good way. Oh, totally. I do eat like a lot of grain bowls or yes. because we have Kim- we usually we used to call them uh, sausage bowl Thursday, but <laughs> I know it sounds a little. <laughs> it sounds a little fun. Sausage party at our house. <laughs> I'm going to have sausage bowl Thursday at my house. What did you make in your sausage Greens, bowl Thursday? Uh, rice and then some kind of, you know, I'd go find some. It was fun to like explore the sausages of the Twin Cities, Stephanie. <laughs> But like the co-op made really good fresh sausages. Yes. I'm near Everett's Meats. They do great sausages. So I kind of just, that's the thing where you talk about assembling. I always make a big batch of greens at the beginning of the week. I make a big batch of uh, rice. When you say greens, do you use collards? Do you use arugula, spinach, kale? Mostly mustard greens, collard greens, or uh, chard. Okay. And you boil them down and then you portion them out to... Yeah, I, I'll cook them up with like in the instant pot a bunch of, and it's so easy. It takes twenty minutes. Yeah, and onions, garlic, a uh, little bit of vinegar, uh, whatever spices you want, mm-hmm. and then you just keep it in the fridge. I like to keep it as simple as possible because then you can add flavors to it, right? But it's just sitting there waiting to be used. Maybe some mustard, mustard like uh-huh. just squirt your favorite mustard in there. And you okay? So you're using greens. Yeah. Your sausages. How do you cook those when you're using sausage Thursday bowl? Literally cast iron. A little bit of fat. Do you cut them or keep them whole? Oh, no. Keep them whole. Because yeah. they keep they, they, they dry out otherwise. Unless yes. it's a smoked sausage that you want to get real crusty, which, you know, I'll do that sometimes, too. Like the edges get all crusty. Crusty sausage Thursdays sausage. also yeah, sounds no, that's, good. No, you don't want any part of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Trust me. I really do. Yeah. I like sausages, too. And I eat bowls with sausage and cabbage or yeah. sauerkraut cabbage and, and i was gonna say that something the green you can do whatever you want so you could do kimchi you could do sauerkraut you could do whatever the you know the green part is and people get real fancy so you can like super fancy it up but we don't we don't get that fancy on thursday yeah uh on thursday at <laughs> sausage party at bradless house okay so what um is coming up on your cheat days like do you guys plan them ahead or how does that you know work? we don't we kind of just wait to see what's popping like you know what is uh what's pizza hut doing what's mcdonald's doing listeners and in fact today listener panda showed up with some contributions to the cheat day uh prize closet if you will we just keep like a a, a big box full of snacks yep she brought us some wonderful chips from around the world okay so, so we'll did she that. bring you the crayfish japanese chips no i would like those we've eaten those and they were good yeah yeah they were fishy yeah. but they were good we um she butter like it's a mix of butter corn cheddar cheese and caramel huh. flavored lays Okay. Kind of like a Chicago mix. Yep. And then Mexican tomato, uh, Mexican chicken tomato. Chicken. I have no idea what to expect. Yeah, that sounds like it could be good. I mean, you chicken. Know. I, whenever you put a meat and a salty chip. chips, I'm here for. Oh yeah, that's my weakness. Right? Tortilla chips and popcorn, oh. but I've been sworn I had to make popcorn a pledge. Is dangerous. I had to make a pledge with my family that I wouldn't eat popcorn anymore. Why? Because it gives me diverticulitis. Okay, don't do that. But literally, love. Yeah. I mean, there's also making your own popcorn is great, but then there's so many great popcorns around. When we would like go to the gas station, other people would get like a little bag of chips, or I would get like the skinny pop bag, the big one. Yeah. And I would just eat it all. And then four days later, I would have a stomach problem. Okay, like, let's not do that. Yeah. So I've promised my family. Okay, good. And I've only, I had one handful once at a party (laughs) passing where I thought no one would see me. 
and I just couldn't resist. Little did you know. And then I had to confess later. I was like, I just want you to know I did have one handful of popcorn at the party. Oh my God, that's so sad. <laughs> it is sad because when I get sick, when I when this happens to me, I get real yeah, sick. Yeah, no, don't mess around with my that. My family's like, yeah, why are you doing this to yourself? So, oh, I hear music, Bradley. And I know. Like, Thank you so much, by the Southern way, for inviting Lights? me to yes. have fun with you today. I can't it was a wait. real treat and a pleasure, and I finally got to get my True North cabin cooked. I want you to come back. It was a really Anytime. great event. We've got all of the goings on happening at Southern Lights today, all day. Proceeds for making strides for breast cancer all go to the American Cancer Society. Come down. Have a great day.